Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello from Romania. I hope you are having a great day. It is a nice rainy morning here in Romania. For the remainder of this year, and perhaps a little into next year, I would like us to look at simple doctrines from the Bible. Topics such as salvation, sin, the Trinity, baptism, and many other subjects. If we want to grow as a child of God and become closer to Him, we need to understand what the Bible says about such doctrines. Last week we looked at creation. The Bible starts with a fact. There is a God, and He created everything. This is the foundation to learning about the Bible. This week, I would like us to look at Adam and Eve disobeying God in the garden. This is commonly known as the fall of man. We can read about this in Genesis chapter 3. In this chapter, Adam and Eve sinned against God by eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God had told them that if they eat from this tree, then they will die. The day they ate that fruit, they died spiritually and in time physically. A curse was also placed upon man and the rest of creation. Our verse from the Bible for today is found in Genesis chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. Let's read that. Genesis chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons. In these two verses, Adam and Eve disobeyed, and therefore sinned against God. God gave them one simple commandment, do not eat of this tree, and they chose to break it. History shows that man, in general, disobeys God no matter how easy or hard God's commandment is. In the previous chapter, God told man clearly not to eat of this tree. Let's read that in Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Today, let's look in more detail at how this came to pass. First, the serpent, which is Satan, deceived Eve. Let's read that in Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. And the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye should not eat of the every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye should not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. 
For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. The serpent spoke to Eve and deceived her. He did three things. First, he put doubt in her mind about what God had said. Second, he told her she would not die as God said. And last, he told her that her eyes would be opened and would be as God's, knowing good and evil. When we read a little further in verse 6, we find that Adam was with her. The Bible tells us that Eve was deceived first, but Adam was most likely with her and did nothing. In the end, whether Adam was with her when Satan spoke or not, they both ate the fruit and sinned against God. Let's read how Eve was deceived in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and 1 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 3, the Bible says, But I fear, lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. And then 1 Timothy chapter 2 verses 13 and 14. For Adam was first formed, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Satan deceives man three ways in Genesis chapter 3, from the very beginning. And in our time, he does exactly the same thing. He starts by trying to cause doubt and confusion about God in this world. If he can cause people to doubt what God said is true, or even better, doubt that God even exists, then he has accomplished his goal of deceiving man. If that will not work, Satan tries something else. He tries to convince people God will not do as he says. He will not judge you. You will not die. This often works. The majority of people do not believe God will judge their sin or cast them into hell forever. And yet the Bible teaches us that God will judge those whose sin is not forgiven. If that still will not deceive someone, Satan tries the last weapon in his hand. He appeals to man's pride. And this is very effective. Satan told Eve she would be a god, higher and better than she currently was, and perhaps like God himself. Man often goes away from God and disobeys God because of his pride. We now come to verses 6 and 7 in Genesis chapter 3. So Satan has deceived Eve. And now we come to verse 6. Let's read Genesis chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons. A good Bible passage that goes with these verses is 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Let's read that. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 
For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but it is of the world. And the world passeth away and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Adam and Eve saw the fruit and it was good. They then lusted after the fruit with their eyes and then ate the fruit. Just as the Bible says in 1 John chapter 2, lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Once they ate the fruit, their eyes were open and they knew they were naked. They tried to cover themselves with fig leaves to hide their nakedness. This is a great picture of how man tries to cover their sin with their works instead of going to God and confessing their sin. Let's continue reading in Genesis chapter 3, verses 7 through 11. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree, whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Adam and Eve then blamed everyone but themselves for disobeying God. Let's continue reading in Genesis chapter 3, verses 12 and 13. And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. The Lord then curses Adam, Eve, the serpent, and this earth. The consequences of Adam and Eve's disobedience were great. To this very day we all suffer because they sinned. Let's continue to read in Genesis chapter 3, verses 14 through 19. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel." Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cursed is the ground for thy sake, in sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. The sad truth is sin and rebellion against God will hurt more than just you. When we sin against God as individuals and nations, many people will suffer, not just the person who sinned. For example, if a husband and father sin against God, his family will suffer. It could be financial trouble, emotional and mental trouble, or it may even destroy his family. 
all because one person sinned. In my many years working with people, I have seen this over and over, and it saddens me that there is often little I can do to fix the problem. Next week, we will look at sin and what it is according to the Bible in much more detail. The good news is that the Lord God covered Adam and Eve's sin. How did God do this? By sacrificing an innocent animal, probably a lamb. Starting with Genesis chapter 3, all the way through the Bible, the Bible makes it clear that if a person sins, then payment for that sin must be made. And the payment is always blood. Let's continue reading in Genesis chapter 3, verses 21 through 23. Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden, to till the ground from whence he was taken. So God covered their sin and covered their nakedness. Only God could do this. When Adam and Eve tried to cover their sin, it did not work. To have our sins forgiven, we need the righteousness of God, not our righteousness. In a future lesson, we will look at salvation in much more detail. However, I hope today you will realize you are a sinner and in need of a Savior. The Bible tells us in Colossians chapter 1, verse 14, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. That's talking about Jesus Christ dying on the cross to pay for your sins. And then the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22, and almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood there is no remission. And then in verse 28, we read that Christ was offered to bear our sins on the cross. Hebrews 9:28. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. I hope you will call upon the name of the Lord today to save you, trusting that he paid for your sins on the cross. I hope this short lesson on the fall of man was a help and blessing. Next week, we will look at what sin is according to the Bible. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great week.